I just wanted to take a quick moment to talk to you guys about Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that allows you to trade stocks and ETFs without any fees. That is why I'm excited to share with you a special offer from Robinhood. By clicking on the link in the show notes, you will get a free stock such as Ford, Apple, or Facebook from Robinhood just by signing up today. What's up, guys? This is Corey, and I'm just hitting you with the latest episode of the Stretch 4 podcast. Um, First and foremost, just wanted to apologize because I had planned to come out with an episode yesterday. However, a number of things kind of got in the way of that happening. So I definitely wanted to get an episode out today. Just hit you with the latest information from the NBA. Um, Wanted to talk about some of the things, um, not too many of the moves are actually significant that I even would say are worth paying too much attention to, um, but did want to talk about some of the um, guys who were standouts right now and some obviously some renewed chemistry issues going on with the Sixers, um, and is that important, and look at Giannis and what he's doing as well. Um, so let's just get right into it and talk about um, some of the um, big, you know, guys who are standing out on the stat box. Um, I already did the. I'm not going to do a real plus minus show until Friday, but I already talked about Harden and what he's doing, and I think his numbers obviously jump out. Um, but there are some guys that I'm seeing in lesser areas that are really showing their worth and really showing what they bring to the table. Um, I would say a big person that I'm looking at is Miles Turner. Uh, Miles Turner is currently leading the league in blocks per game, um, which is really you know significant because Miles Turner is um, an up and coming center. I think a lot, a lot of us have been waiting for him to kind of take that next step. Um, currently, it looks like he's averaging. Um, about in 20 in 28 minutes of time he's averaging about um, 13 points a game uh, rebounds it looks like he's averaging seven rebounds and two assists now for six foot 11 center I just I don't know I just I think that he sh- his impact and what he can do because we've all seen these nights where he's um, he's just dominant and you just wonder you know like hey can this this guy can pretty much take over anytime you want you you wish that you saw that that more on a consistent night now I will say that these are career numbers for him so it looks like he's averaging more points than he ever has in his career more assists and more rebounds and obviously like I said he's leading the league in um, blocks. Um, he's a third year guy, so there's definitely more upside, but I really would like to see him take that next level. Um, and he has his spurts. I mean, he has games where he just stands out and you just, you know, he's a force to be reckoned with, but I would, um, I know that during the off season, there was some talk about him working with Oladipo and how he got into really good shape. And I'm just not seeing that translate to better numbers and more dominance. Um, Another guy that I'm seeing up there is um, 
JaVel McGee, um, he, what he's been doing on the defensive end has is very impressive. I think the other always issue with JaVel McGee has always just been his endurance just because of the asthma issue. I think he's starting to disprove some of that. But I think JaVel McGee is definitely, when he's in a rhythm and you can get him the ball in those flat, fast breaks, you can definitely um, change the momentum of a game. Um Another guy that I'm looking at and I really am impressed with is Drew Holiday. Now, Drew Holiday, he shouldn't be a big um, surprise to anybody considering the fact that um, he's an all-star already. And so, you know, he's somebody who's already shown that he can, you know, that he can dominate a game or that he can – he has the skill set and talent, but what he's doing in the assist area, and I think it's more out of not so much because of his, you know, devotion to getting assists, but I would say it's more on the lines of their need for having a point guard. Um, and they don't, they had, they haven't had one all year. Alfred Payton has been hurt just about all year, so him being up there in the top five and assists at eight point three a game is pretty um, remarkable. Um, couple other guys um demantis sabonis now i'm not talking about so much where he's at in a particular statistical um category um and i know i said his name wrong but sabonis is dominant like he is across the board career numbers almost averaging a double double um 24 points in a 36 minute per um just he's just stepping his game up to another level and in the last 10 games alone he's averaging close to 18 points a game in month of january he's averaging almost 19 points a game um so he's really just stepping his game up to another level um he's another one where you can feed him and he can just get in his momentum, just kind of carries him. Now, what's going to be interesting is Sabonis seems to me like he thrives better at that power forward position and, and Miles Turner as the center. However, I don't think they can keep both because, you know, they're both young guys. They're both the same height. And I would say that it would be reckless not to play with Sabonis at that um, center position to see if you can maybe use Miles Turner as a trade. Um, for trade bait, um, we'll see. That's going to be interesting to kind of monitor um, because I think a lot of the success with the Pacers is that they got these guys who are, you know, they, they, they're hard hat guys. They come, they, you know, they they don't do a lot of fancy things, but they do what's necessary to get the job done. Um, other person I'm looking at is Giannis. This Giannis is just a freak of well. Not just that he's a freak of nature. Scrap all that. Giannis is just a, he's just a force. And I, you know, I was watching a game between him and the, um, the, um, Bucks and the Rockets yesterday. And even when Giannis's shot wasn't going, he's back down and back up to get the rebound with his length so fast that, very few teams can do anything. You're he's pretty much going to get the rebound and get back and get back up, or he's going to um, get fouled. And 
it's kind of hard and s, but as a big man, which is incredible because this guy who you know has put in over put on over 50 pounds over the last I think six years of muscle is just he's just dominant. And there's even stories like that he's a gym he's a gym rat, and they have to literally close and lock the gym so that he doesn't go in there to work out. Um, but he's just I am just in love with his progression um, and just what he's doing all across the board just because he is he's filling up the stat sheets and making it look super easy I mean he's up to close to 27 points a game six assists 13 rebounds and he averages 29 points on a 36 per I mean it's just dominant and he makes it look so easy Um, and just knowing that he's he He's 24 years old. He has plenty of years of basketball left in him. And just was, you know, picked way back in the 15th pick overall. It's just incredible. Um, But it's just going to be fun watching him kind of grow and dominate even more. Um, I personally, and this is something where some people may take, um, take, um, um, issue with. I personally think that he's hands down the MVP, even though Harden's putting on the show. The one thing I will say about Harden is kind of how when LeBron took that quote unquote two weeks off um, last year, and he then when they got um, they made those trades, he went ahead and you know had these like two or three outstanding weeks, and people were like, well, you can't consider him for a MVP because he did not play the whole season and I look at what Harden was doing those first couple weeks of the season and I'm like they weren't he wasn't the MVP caliber um, player the first couple weeks from the beginning of this season we've pretty much said Giannis is the MVP guy all year long it's been Giannis 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 so I personally will vote for Giannis but um I think that, and Harden definitely has a, a a good claim, but I think Giannis has been doing it more consistently for longer um, this year, um, and we'll just see. We'll and we'll see how everything works out, whether he can keep this pace up and whether Harden can keep this pace up. I personally think Harden's going to come down to earth a little bit, just because you, you can't keep up this feverish pace that he's doing. Um, so that was pretty much what I want to come at with you as regards to some stats. But I did want to get into this Philly uh, issue with Jimmy Butler and Brett Brown and um, and the chemistry issues. Because there's definitely chemistry issues. Even, even if you get back past all the talk, if you look at the chemistry issues regarding numbers, um, I think that when there are two other big three on a the court, their numbers far outpace when there's three of them. Um, there are certain combinations that work good. I think it's Butler and I believe it's Butler and jo- Joel. They their numbers are a lot better than when it's Ben and um, Butler. And also, it seems like when Ben's on working with the second team, um, those plus minus numbers aren't as um, as impressive. Um, so there's definitely chemistry issues. I believe it was Zach Lowe wrote an article regarding their chemistry issues and actually what does it actually even matter. Um, I personally think that if you are making a one-off run, 
it doesn't matter. However, if you are making a sustained run in which you are going to be looking to be a playoff contender year after year and you're at the beginning of that run, it's a huge um, matter of concern. Um, I'm nervous as a Sixers fan because, you know, anytime you start having cracks in the foundation this early, it, it, it just calls for concern on my part. Um. Some of the coach, uh, I, I kind of talked about some of the coaching moves um, earlier. I don't really care about some of those moves. They're, they're not really substantial. Um, I will look at, I will, I still think that I, I, I've come to the realization for the first time that Anthony Davis is not going to be a Pelican next year. And the only reason why I say it is they had to put up 141 points to beat the Cavs. Let me repeat that. They had to put up 140 points to beat the Cavs. And I know the score looks like it it was lopsided. Uh, 140 to 124, I believe it was. Um, let me see if I can pull this up real quick. So, yeah, the score looks like it was 140 to 124. But after the first quarter, Cleveland was winning by 13. At halftime, Cleveland was winning by four. And then it looks like the second half, that's when they took over. But, man, Anthony Davis could not keep putting up these numbers and doing this, doing what he's doing and just getting nothing back. It is it's just uh, it, it's it's sad. Um, so I'm going to be interested to see what comes of this change. Now, you know what? There is something I want to call out. And Zach Lowe and um, and Bill Simmons actually did a, did um, their podcast earlier, and um, it's something that I actually agree with. Although we know that Anthony Davis is a freakishly good talent and freakishly, you know, has all the ability in the world, to be honest, Anthony Davis hasn't been surrounded with garbage talent. He's actually had some pretty good guys around him. Um, so some of it is going to fall on him to have to be to improve this talent. So um, around him. And I don't know if you just shoehorn him into something, into another situation, how much, um, how much he's going to um, improve them unless there's already a team or another star around them. That's just some thoughts I heard, and I kind of agree with them. But um, let me know what you think. You know, is the Anthony Davis um, situation? That fluid that, you know, he goes out of New Orleans and instantly whatever team he's on is a, you know, a top four seed in the West or top two seed in the East and um, pretty much a shoe in for the playoffs. Um, that's about it. That's all we want to cover today. Um, try to get some more, um, do some more stuff tomorrow. Um um, because we didn't get to do a, a deep dive into a player or whatever today, we'll try to do that next week. And then um, 
Friday, as, as we try to get to a normal schedule, is the Real Plus Minus show. So until the next one, peace. This is Corey, and as always, I'm going to come in with the dirty work at the end of the podcast. We wanted to ask you to please subscribe and rate the podcast because it helps people find the show. Also, if possible, please visit the website gigpodcasting.network for additional info about the family of podcasts. If you would like to support the podcast, check the show notes and click the link. If you can't directly support the podcast, feel free to go to gigpodcasting.network and use our affiliate links to shop as you would normally shop. Our partners have been gracious enough to support us. Please show your support for us by supporting them.